Get out, you fellas. And shit. That's my intro. Dirty shit. My intro, but it is mediocre, so I guess it is in line with the title of the podcast. Um, so, podcast, what am I going to talk about? So, I'm, I'm homeless at the moment, technically. Um, I'm in a hotel room for the next two days, and then after that, I have no idea what I'm going to do for housing or anything. Um, hopefully, I've got a house lined up Monday. If not, I'm homeless for a couple of days. Um, pretty scary. Um, you know, if you really start much music in a, in a year and a bit, or like even more than a year a bit, in three years, like you probably should deserve to not be homeless often. But I have in the last year been homeless a couple of times. Uh, been lucky to get out of it quite soon, but like still have been. Um, so this podcast is about homelessness. Um, about like overcoming it. Like um about budgeting because like budgeting is a very big thing when it comes to homelessness like you've got to budget to actually live in a house you know like all that type of stuff but um main thing is like um yeah like it wasn't my fault why I got homeless um I don't call, I don't care if I'm talking talking shit about another person when I'm on this podcast about what happened to me so he fucked up he started a fight then I fought back finally in my life, actually actually fought for myself without just trying to talk him out of it or like, you know, like um sugarcoat the situation and like, you know, run away or something. I literally fought back, bashed him, and then like then I I can't go back to the house. Not because um I've been kicked out, because if I go back and he's he's still living there, you know, he's still living there. So if I go back and he's still there He's just gonna cause drama, you know, and like he's not he's not leaving. He he should be leaving. He started the fight, but like, um, can't tell the landlord that. I guess the landlord wants him there still, and he wants me there still, and he tried talking us into an agreement. But as soon as I got back, um, the guy got back, and he's like, "Oh, you, um, he's like saying like, don't eat my food and don't like um, don't like um, basically um, cause any dramas." And I'm like, "All goods, mate." And then I just said, I said it really nice. I'm like, oh, all goods, mate. He's like, no, not all goods. And I'm just like, he doesn't have food in the first place. I don't see, he eats my food. So he brought up something about, he's trying to bring up something just so like, oh yeah, he's eating the wrong kind of here and there, you know? No, I'm not in the wrong at all with this guy. He eats my food. He sold my guitar. He, he basically uses my speaker more than me, like he, without even asking sometimes. And if he asks, I just say yes anyway. Like I try to keep amicable with all my housemates, but he really fucked up and he's got me fucked up in the, in the situation because I fought back and he... So he basically he's sixty kilos. He's five foot nine, and he, or five foot eight even probably. He's five foot eight, dripping wet, like sixty kilos. I'm six three ninety five. So he said he could chuck me out of a window. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Like he's he's ridiculous. Um, obviously I'm gonna be angry, but like he, I deserve to be angry. I don't care if I talk shit on this podcast. Like it's he fucked up, you know he fucked up. So um. Yeah, so he said he could throw me out a window, and then he came in to punch me when I'm in bed, all because he he was he made a point that's not even a point. Like he said, "Oh, you listen to music all day, you got your headphones in, and when I talk to you, you don't take them out." I do take them out, and I or have one in and listen to him still. Like it doesn't matter. My job is a musical artist. I have to listen to music all day too. Yeah, if you and he, he all he does is talk shit about others and like talk shit. And he always rambles when he talks. He always has one point, jumps to the next. And he says, my whole thing is, I, he says, oh, when you talk, you, you don't even finish your point. I always finish my point. I go on a tangent here and there, maybe. I, I may be schizophrenic. Obviously, I'll go on a tangent here and there. But always, I always circle it back to the main problem. He never does. He just talks shit the whole time. 
So I don't want to hear him talk in the future or in the past. I didn't want to hear him talk at all. All my housemates are fucked, really, when I think about it. But like, Adele always makes bad decisions. Like, I'm, I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit. But, like, the one that doesn't do drugs in the house is probably the worst in times, at times. Like, sex, like he, he, talking about all these sexual endeavors all the time and shit. But it's not, not about talking shit about my housemates. But that one housemate that said he could chuck me out a window when he's half my weight, basically. Or th- three quarters of my weight or something, you know? Like, some, something ridiculous. So he could throw me out a window. He doesn't deserve to live at that house anymore. But... Uh, and like I don't want to live there anymore I didn't want to live in Lavender in the first place all because I did a mushroom that wasn't even psychedelic on camp like it was it was probably a deadly one but it wasn't even deadly like it was just a mushroom and I did it on camp but it was psychedelic actually but I didn't think it was psychedelic when I took it I just thought it was edible because I did the test for it I know how to do tests for mushrooms so it wasn't actually psychedelic when I tested it but like it did get me high and I didn't cause any drama when I was high and they were just angry because I heard that I did mushrooms because I told one of the other people it and he told them and I'm just like this guy like why are you throwing me under the bus for doing a psychedelic mushroom and not causing any drama at all actually making the camp really enjoyable then um apparently they had me on footage getting the mushroom and then like I'm like if, if you got me on footage doing the mushroom at the back of your service station why do you have them growing there in the first place? You can get just weed them out and everything. Like they, they, it's fucked. It's fucked. But so then I got dropped off in Labyrinth, and it was just horrible. That everyone's on meth in Labyrinth, apart from me and apart from Ross. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit. But I have every reason to be angry. Um, but like I'm homeless now because like um, because like I had to leave the. Um, basically, I had to leave my house because. When I went back to get my wallet and stuff after bashing him, he ran at me with two poles and hit my leg with it when I was climbing out the window. Like, yeah, I bitched it when he had weapons. You're supposed to bitch it when they have weapons. You're supposed to fight like a man. Like, like this guy just fucked my life over because he he basically can't control his anger when he's on meth. So what's the end of... What's the... I'm like the probably... One, I'm like a rare commodity in Melbourne. I'm homeless without being on meth. So I'm not even on, I'm not on any drugs at the moment. I've been sober for a whole week, like off weed. Like that's the only drug I do, weed. And then like I haven't even drank in like three, four days. Like I'm not, that's not why I'm angry on this podcast. I'm, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't been drinking much the last couple of months anyway. I have had a, two big sessions of drinking in the last month. Um, But like the main problem is, is like, I'm left in a bad situation because someone else fucked up. Like, how, how, how's that fair? But it's not about being fair in life. Life isn't fair. Everyone thinks life, oh, if you do the right thing, good things will happen to you. Not only you do the right thing, then you get a bird shit on you, and then you trip over a ledge and, like, lose your toenails. I'm just, yeah, I lost my toenails at one point. You guys know about that from this is the podcast. But I'm homeless now, so I'm living in a... But I'm not actually. I'm in a hotel room in Carlton. Um, for two nights. I got that through my sister and my mum. Um, and then, uh, but it runs out tomorrow and then I have to just figure out where to sleep on Sunday. So hopefully my ex-girlfriend takes me in for a night because we're still friendly, kind of, I think, sometimes. But, um, after that, then I'll have, uh, Monday I think I got a house inspection, but like, if that falls through again, because I'd want to fall through on Thursday, because that someone salt salt they they got someone in the house before I moved in. Then I'm fucked. I am actually 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 fucked. Because then I won't have um, if I come in with my girlfriend Sunday, I'll have a sleepless night probably in the city, 
And then if um, I'm homeless again on Monday, then I'll have a sleepless night in the city again. Because I can't sleep outside, like, if it's cold and stuff. Like, so, the main, like, now next part of the podcast, which I'm going to segue very awkwardly after just, like, phrasing, like, the segue pretty obviously, is that homeless, like, I don't know how they, homeless people sleep on the street at, when it's this cold, this wet, like, for most of the year, you know? Like, I really feel for them. So, the, like, main message is, like, should, like... I know that they get help here and there, like Melbourne City Mission have like the sh- at um the portable showers and portable laundry for them, and um there's like free clothes you can get from Melbourne City Mission too. Melbourne City Mission do a good job in the city. Um, a lot of places do really well for the homeless in the city and stuff, or the less fortunate. But um, even in not in the city, like you know, like in the suburbs too, or the big churches and Salvation Army and stuff help out for like food parcels and stuff. But like my housemates were abusing the using the um food parcels um when i used it twice in i used it i I abused it a little bit but i really needed it when they were just abusing it and which meant that i couldn't get a food parcel one week and i nearly starved to death at one point um not really but yeah i just didn't eat for two days straight i think i ate like one apple in that time um and I, i i had i got milk at one point but there was no cereal so i just made coffee so it was just coffees and one apple for two days and I did not feel good after that. Like, I was a bit sick. But not really. Like, like coffee still... Milk is still food. Like, at the end of the day. Like, they say it's liquid food, basically. It is. But I had a lot of coffee. But, like, I always have a lot of coffee, you know. But, um... I had a lot of caffeine last two days. But <laughs> I had to keep up to keep moving. But, like... Yeah, like... So if, you, if you ever f- feel like you're in danger of getting homeless, always seek, like, your help from your parents. And if you are homeless, there's... Places like Unison, um, there's, if you're in the eastern suburbs, then you've got to look for launch housing. Um, there's a few others as well, like there, there's help out there for housing in, in critical situations. Um, because if you, if I was to have slept on the street last night, like I went out to go for smokes last night. It was bloody windy, it was bloody cold, it was raining the whole time. Like, you know, I saw homeless guys walking past, like, I, I saw them... I saw them whilst I was walking past on the floor, you know, rolling starts, you know, like, like not doing hard drugs in like, front of everyone, which is good. Like, they were literally just smoking darts, you know, and, like, um, with cold hearts, I guess. Like, you know, they were, they were freezing, you know. They weren't wearing socks, you know. They were wearing warm clothes, but, like, it was, it was raining. If they didn't, weren't in the right place, then they were uh, quite in danger of getting quite cold. Um, you know, like, I remember... I remember hearing about the story about this young bloke that was drinking at a party and then got really drunk and was walking home from the party, like a 30-minute walk, just tripped over, went on the floor and froze to death that night. Like, it can happen in Melbourne, like, people freezing to death. Like, imagine in, like, Canada or, like, Russia or something, like, when it's, like, minus 40 and they're coming home from a party and they trip over drunk, fall on the floor, they'll be freezing to death even more, but you can still freeze to death in Melbourne from drinking and, like, tripping over late at night, you know, like, it's kind of fucked, really, like, when you think about it, but, um, yeah, you've got to get the help when you need it, that's, that's the thing, there is help there, but you've got to get it when you need it, so I'll probably need to search for help next week, um, I've borrowed my funds already, like, you, this is the budgeting part of the podcast, like, another segue, like, um, so, like, I've already blown my money, because I only got 200 this, um, this pay, um, for, because I, I was trying to get rid of my rent for my place 
that I'm leaving, but this he got paid again, and then like it's five hundred five hundred fortnight at the moment for a share house with five with five people in it, including me, um, in Lavington, and then I can get cheaper for a one bedroom apartment, to uh, for a fortnight like basically two twenty a fortnight instead of two fifty, and then actually um have a one bedroom apartment in the city. So I guess like you got to think smart when you're finding a place. But in my case, I I wasn't wasn't I wasn't thinking smart. I got dropped off in Lamington after being kicked out of um CCU and getting kicked out of my friend's house because he thought I was spending all my money on drugs. When at the end of the day, he was misinformed. I was spending my money on music promos, <laughs> which is not a good thing either. You shouldn't get promos for music, but if you have to, you have to. Some people got to eat. So um he said or oh, I I could have actually paid him that weekend. But he didn't make me wait till the weekend to pay. He needed that money straight away. So I was thinking maybe his landlord just needed money for Coke or something. You know, like at the end of the day, it's probably what they do doing all half the time. But not, not my landlord that I, I had for the last six months. He, um, he, he was a good bloke. But like, at the end of the day, like, when you're a landlord, you need the money, you know, from your tenants sometimes to pay for your very nice house in the suburb over that's a bit nicer you know like at the end of the day like i understand that but like you know he, I, I i had to pay 250 a fortnight um no 250 a week yeah it's 250 a week so it's um it was 420 a fortnight now then it was 500 a fortnight so i was paying back 80 dollars for 11 weeks to pay back the bond and pay back the first week's rent that i didn't pay he says it's first three weeks. He he was getting misinformed by not checking that payment slip for a trebling head. He was just getting the pay when the time he thought he was getting it. One of the pays came through a bit later because it was a problem with Commonwealth Bank. But it was only one week's rent and a bond. I never can pay bond because I never have money in my account until I get paid. And there's not enough pay to pay the bond and the rent at first. But I can pay the rent. So I was paying back 500 a fortnight. So four twenty. Four twenty is a perfect price for rent for me. Because it means I can slab a few extra for bombs. <laughs> Very funny. But yeah. So five hundred a fortnight for basically like when I think about it, like five hundred a fortnight for five hundred four other guys living in the house with me. Um Justin's awesome. Justin's awesome. But like the rest, you know, like were pissing me off near the end. They were talking to me too much when I was trying to work and do, do, do my shit. Or like ruining my tracks. Or like bringing strangers in and then getting me in trouble because those strangers were homeless and I was taking them in because I knew them as well. And then that got me in trouble apparently with like some people in Lavendon. I explained my situation to the ones that had problem with me. They were fine, but my housemates thought, oh, well, you, they hate you because of you letting that guy sleep at your house because he's homeless. And I'm like, no, I just spoke to them and they said it's fine. Like, they, they just said, don't do it again. And I said, fair enough. Because they probably had, they had beef with him. And then, like, yeah, so this guy was really misinformed. He got bashed because he... I, I don't fight ever. Like, this was the first time punching someone in probably five, six years. And the last time I did, did punch someone, it was just a punch in the arm to tell him, I'm driving and um, I don't want us both to die. So, I think I... I faked punched my friend one time, like like we're fake fighting, and I well, I said I'll do some UFC shit, and then um and but like did WWE UFC shit where I punched him but not actually punch him. I was like holding back the punch completely. Um, that was like that was when I was nineteen. So it's been six years since I punched someone, and he got 
fucked up. <laughs> he got fucked up. Like, it was, it was, like, you know, I'm a rapper, so, like, I was going to say it was pretty, pretty gangster, uh, if I must say, like, what I did to him, like, but he fucked up. And he got, he, you know, talk shit get hit, but it's more than that, he was trying to punch me first. So he got fucked up for trying to punch someone. And then, like, by someone who hasn't punched someone in six years. So he got fucked up. Yeah, well, I remember the last fight I was in, I had been in a fight, but not without throwing punches. I literally um, just tackled someone to the floor, putting him in a headlock. And it was like ever so quickly. But like, that was because that guy went, went in to punch me too. He was pushing me. So I, I picked him up, threw him on the floor, put him in headlock. This time, he went to come at me when I was in my bed. So I got up and punched the shit out of him. Yeah, like it's not, it's not right. You shouldn't punch anyone. Like punch, like people can kill people with one punch. They're a lot smaller than me. So why, why, why did I punch him so many times? I gave him one punch for my guitar, one punch for um, talking shit, one punch for trying to punch me when I was in my bed without me provoking him. I punched him because I had to defend myself. That's the main thing. I defended myself and now I'm homeless for it. Is that right? Obviously not. But that guy can't kick kicked out because he actually didn't even throw one punch at me. <laughs> I just did a fury. I furied him. I just fucking let go of all my fury on him and like got, got him in Roman's reigns as headlock, which I've been using since I was about 10 when I used to have school fights. But there was barely any school fights. My school was lovely, but like, it was a Christian school, you know? Normally when we fought, it was with words, which is why I'm pretty good at fighting with words. But if I ever did have a fight with someone at school, I'll get him in that headlock where I get one arm and one headlock. So uh, there's another move I've been stolen by me in WWE. Maybe it's coincidence, but no, nah, it's not coincidence. I think something's fishy there, <laughs> to be honest. But it's alright. Like, um, so I'm in the hotel room. Um, I was gonna write another novel, but like my laptop, I didn't bring with me, and I don't want to write another f a book on my phone because that was fucked. Like when I wrote that book in three days on my phone, the last Astral Plains book, it was it was quite hard to do in three days. Like, uh, it was a pretty good achievement, but, like, I don't want to achieve that again if I already achieved it. I, I want to write just book normally, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, so, like, wrapping up, like, I, I'll just talk for 12 minutes. Like, get, make this 30 minutes, you know. So I'll figure out something to talk about. No, I'm joking. Um, Music-wise, I just released a song called Homeless. Um, you can barely hear the vocals, and it was actually really good vo like vocal performance. What I did at the time, I put Vakoda. I, I said on one of my tracks I wanted to do Vakoda rapping off um, "Sue Me, I Want to Die," so I put Vakoda on me rapping. But um, the beat's very loud, but it's a really good beat. So I, like I, I'm, I like I put that instrumental in my vocal um, version of it. And then like, um, there's no swearing. I don't remember swearing on the track, to be honest. Like maybe I said one shit or something, probably. Nah, probably not. I think I kept it pretty clean, which was a good thing. But at the end of the day, like it's really, I really love the beat. Like if you don't, if you can't hear the vocals and you're like, oh, you know, like, it's good vocal performance, I guess, but I can barely hear it, you know? Fair enough. That's what I, I think too, but. The beat is with it too, like on the single. So there's the vocal version and the beat. And the, the beat version has the actual original pan of the track where you can hear different parts of it and different side of the headphones, which I know a lot of people that follow me like about my music sometimes. This time I got it right. 
So I'm really happy with Homeless as a song, because I was homeless when I made it. I was at my sister's using a laptop and then I was going to be made homeless the next day. So I wasn't truly homeless, but I was homeless that day at some point. I was homeless for about five, six hours. Um, had to wait for my sister for about three, two to three hours of that time. Um, I basically just went to Mount Werribee, got my meds. And then I went back to Lebanon to get my stuff and he made a big deal about what happened the night before. I'm like, dude, you caused it yourself. Like, at the end of the day, he caused it himself. Um, then, um, but like, I care about men people's mental health. Like, so I don't want him feeling very low about what happened. Like, he is like 40, he's like 40 nearly, or he's 40. And like, like he has a kid. Like, but like, he shouldn't, talk, he shouldn't say to someone that's like a lot bigger than him that he can throw him out of the window when he's never seen a gym in his life. Like, at the end of the day, don't say you can throw people out of windows just when you're angry if you're half their size. Like, at, at the end of the day, I think that's fair enough. So, he, what I suggest for him to do, do a bit of big Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, go to the gym, actually know what you're doing next time if you ever see me again and you need to fight me. But don't come to fight me for no reason. Because we're, we're, I'm over what happened that night. If you're not, then that's your problem. Like, at the end of the day, that's how I see it. I care too much people, about people's mental health and not enough about myself. Half, which would mean I'm be, be a good mental health worker, but when shit like this happens, and he's got, he's got anxiety, hopefully he's anxious about seeing me next time. Because he was anxious last time I saw him, and when he sees me next time, I, like, he would just be like the same as last time. I would just be like, oh, it's all good, man. Like, it just happened. But like, now I'm listening to, like, now that I'm doing this podcast, not listening to this podcast, but listening to my words while I'm speaking, um, he kind of, needs to learn that because of him, I'm now homeless. And if he doesn't feel bad about that, then maybe he's just a rotten bloke to begin with. And he was at times a rotten bloke, but at times he was lovely, but he always had a, he always had a sinister, sinister, like, not sinister, sinister is not the right word. I reckon he had like, always had an ultimatum to whatever nice things he was doing. Like he would be like, oh, we need food. You'll get, um, I can loan you guitar. Um, we can get money for it and you can get it back someday. And then I find out he actually just sold it to the place. Luckily, I can get it back if I want it back, but it would be like more expensive than what um, we sold it for. And then like, I didn't get any money from that, like from him selling it. Like not money given to me. Like he just bought me some stuff here and there. And it wasn't actually, it was probably three, like a third of like what he could have gave me for it because I would have gave him some commission. Like if it sold for like 200, then I would take probably 75 to hundred. Like you get half, but like maybe, maybe that's, that's just because I'm being generous. Like I should probably ask for 150 and gets 50 bucks for it. But no, he basically gave me $30 or oh, he bought me a pack of smokes or something like $30 when it was 200 plus. Like he didn't even tell me how much he sold before. And he, he said he was loaning it. So at the end of the day, some people are just rotten. If they feel bad about it at the end of the day, make them feel bad about it. Hopefully they learn from it. Like some people just don't learn. Hopefully he learns from it. Um, but it wasn't just like the guitar. Like I wasn't even thinking that when I was like wailing on him. It was more just like, I was just more, he just talks to my shit, gets everyone like bitching about the other behind their back. And I put his words where his mouth is, like with my fist, <laughs> just like, didn't even punch him in the mouth actually. I punched him in like I was going for the temple, like temple at the end of the day. Um, 
because I always do that when I fight. Like, I don't go for the temple, I go for the eye. Like, not to, but I go for the soft part of the eye, so it doesn't hurt them that much. But it's is near the temple, so if, if I'm not careful, I need, I need to learn how to fight again, because I might actually, I could have actually, like, made it really bad for him, if, if you know what I mean. Like, but that's, that's more just me not knowing how to fight very well, but, like, he didn't throw one punch at me. Like, he couldn't. Like, like he, he, he went to throw, like, he didn't even go to throw me out the window. He went to, like, try to stop me punching. I just kept going. And then, like, then I threw him against my wall. Like, as, like, as hard as, uh, probably as hard, like, not even that hard, really. But, like, if I actually threw him, like, he would have been out the window. Like, but at the end of the day, I'm passing side, basically. So, like, I don't know why he started the fight. I don't know why he said the stuff at the start of the fight. But at the end of the day, he kind of, um, kind of made a, sh like, he kind of made, like, a shit opponent to be in a fighting game against the T-Ledger. <laughs> but, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about fighting. Like, don't fight, guys. Like, fight with words. But don't, don't fight with words to the point where the other person comes to the press. Just make sure that you get your point across. Like, at the end of the day, that's, that's the main message. Fists don't solve any problems. Fists, the only thing fists got me solving is me going to be homeless, like, pretty much. The only thing it solved is my housing situation after I move out of the 420 place, which is now 500, which is now I'm homeless. So, but I'm not actually, I'm in a hotel room now, um, till tomorrow, the Monday, I will probably house inspect, hopefully, if not, then I'm homeless for Sunday night and Monday. So, yeah, we'll see how I go. I don't want to start a GoFundMe or anything because I don't. I don't even have a fan Leave reviews, guys. Like instead of like starting GoFundMe, which you wouldn't even do, or like you know going on my PayPal and saying receive and send and sending me money. Just like send me a review. I just want to feel good about like some of the messages I've been putting out there on my podcast. Um, reviews on my music would be great. Like if you could send me a review of my songs. Like, I've got some reviews from my friends. They really like Melbourne to our beef of people from Melbourne, because not just because it's Melbourne in the title, more it's just a good track. Like, it, it's like, um, Australia has always, um, when Pursuit of Happiness came out by um, Kid Cudi with the remix by Steve Aoki, and, he, and technically it's got MGMT and Radatat on the track too. So it's like four different artists in one song. It's a remix of the Kikari MGT Razzat song by Steve Aoki. When that came out, when um, and then like that was like the biggest track of all time in Melbourne. Um, and then Melbourne Bounce kind of gets its origin just from that track. It's not from the club scenes. Um, side, there is a bit like there is a bit of side trance, um, which has been around. It's probably I don't know how long side trance has been around for to be honest, but there is a bit of side trance in Melbourne Bounce. Like Melbourne Bounce just moved into side trance really, but like. Back in the day, it was actually just from that track. Like, Melbourne Bounce is very influenced by um, Pursuit of Happiness remix by Steve Aoki. But, um, that's what I gathered. Uh, pro probably true. Like, when um, that movie Project X came out, like, like when that song's in it, like, everyone loves, like, used to play at parties because of that. But it was actually played at parties before that movie came out. Like, it's been, like, a part of Melbourne culture of that song for a while. So, um, yeah. So, remix my songs if you want. Like... Like if I said said I'm said I was basically called like the silver guy from Dark Punk on like one of my um 
songs like they don't care about remixing and stuff like on their tracks like half i remember when i started out in soundcloud making songs when i was like 16 17 originally like all the songs on my soundcloud feed were remixes of one more time or like um aerodynamic or like all those songs you know or not aer- yeah probably aerodynamic too but mostly one more time like um yeah like at the end of the day like remix all my stuff like review at least review it if you're not going to remix it like review remix like um like tell me how i'm going with my music like especially when homeless comes out on spotify i want to hear what everyone thinks about that track um it's already out on apple music um the beat and the vocal like it's part of the same single um the real beat i really like the beat i made that that took a lot out of me to make that beat i was all I was using Apple um, computer, so I didn't know the commands as well. Because I've been using Apple um, um, software, like not Apple software, Apple um, computer, like Apple Macs and stuff. It was Apple Mac. Uh, no, no, Apple laptop. What is Apple laptop? I, yeah, it's been that long since I used Apple. But I forgot what their computers are called, to be honest. I know Apple Mac is the computer. And Apple, I don't know what the Apple laptop's called, but I made the beat on the, my sister's Apple laptop. And then like, um, with a mystery pack I got from Somatics, which I'm allowed to use. And then like sliced every single part of that song, apart from the drums, which I just did like ice creams where I kind of made it a bit more jazzy than just what it originally was. But like kept it just the same drums for the whole track. But with um, the composition actually being the layering of when the different, um, different soundscapes and like uh, melodies and all the piano pieces all come through in the same bit and vocals vocal parts like i would have used stabs on the song like one shots on the song but like i felt like um like it wasn't that it was too hard to do it was just i really liked the loops that i got from that pack and i didn't see many one shots from that pack and like so i used one pack for the whole um song and it's really good like it like the beat at least um so when that comes out on Spotify, like leave a review or something like on your Facebook or like say, oh, two weeks you made a good beat for once. Like even say that, I don't care. But or remix my stuff, you don't even have to credit me. Like do whatever you want, man. Like my music's fair game. Like if you ha- want to have fun and learn, have fun and learn with my stuff. Like if you want, like not you don't have to, but you, it would be cool if you did. You know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to blow up a little bit. Like you get some clout if you say. Oh, this is what remix of Lardy Dar. It's more got more bass and it's got like this really cool interlude bit at the start instead of the boring one from the original. Like something cool like that would be cool, you know. I'm just gonna put on some Because I'm gonna go downstairs and have a sink after this and post this um podcast. Oh yeah, podcast. Um anyway guys, like violence is never the answer. Even when they're being violent towards you, because you might end up homeless. If it's your houseman. <laughs> That's it. Maybe this is this podcast. Um, but fuck, man. Like, when you got adrenaline from a fight, you don't feel the pain when you're doing it. And he didn't have adrenaline when he had the fight. Like, he, he, he just got wailed on, man. Like, fuck. But I'm not shitting, I'm not shitting on him. Like, he, he can be a nice bloke, but he always has an ultimatum. So don't have ultimatums when you do something nice. Be nice generally. Be nice generally.